Hi, I'm Tyler Wolpert with the Family Resiliency Center. We're a research and policy group at the University of Illinois that focuses on issues that can affect families, like childhood obesity or food insecurity. Today, we're excited to have Jessica Metcalf with us. Jessica is a graduate student and research coordinator in human development and family studies, and her research focuses on children participating in cooking and the positive influence that this may have on their food preferences. She works closely with Illinois Extension for developing and evaluating the Illinois Junior Chefs Program, a cooking program geared towards school-age children. So first off, thanks so much for being here with us today, Jessica. Uh, We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. One of the big reasons that I'm so excited to talk to you today is that, uh, you know, since the holidays are coming up and many families may get together to share a meal, um, you know, I see this as a great opportunity for parents, you know, to cook with their children. Um, And I know this is an area that you're focused on. Uh, so why is it so important to um, include children in the meal preparation process? Well, yeah, first of all, uh, kids who cook tend to have healthier diets. They also have stronger preferences for fruits and vegetables. Something else that's really neat is that some experiments have shown that kids will eat more of food that they've cooked themselves as opposed to food that someone else made for them. So as parents or caretakers, it's something that we can leverage and kind of use to encourage cooking in children and encourage healthy eating. What are some ways that parents can maybe include their children in uh, meal preparation? Well, when kids are young, sometimes this can be something that's a little challenging for parents. Um, But something that I always say is that uh, kids can help you with things that you don't actually need help with, um, that you're just letting them do because you want them to be involved. So it's, um, you know, often possible when you're done cooking to let your kid stir whatever you're cooking a few times, um, even if it's already mixed and you don't really need that to happen, but to let them feel involved with their food, um, even in an age where they might not be quite as competent in the kitchen yet. And as kids get older, um, they can become more independent uh, and you can give them specific tasks, asking them to you know, cut vegetables or prepare certain things for a, a larger recipe that you're making. Uh, I do also tell parents that uh, we can remember that meal planning and grocery shopping are also part of uh, meal preparation, and that's something that kids can get involved in. So as you're planning what you're going to make for for dinner that night or even for the rest of the week, you can involve your kids and see what they're interested in eating and helping you cook. I know a lot of your work involves the Illinois Junior Chefs Program. Um, What exactly is this program, and what kind of work does it do? Absolutely. So Illinois Junior Chefs is a hands-on cooking program run by the University of Illinois Office of Extension and Outreach. And we teach classes all over the state in a variety of community locations, including summer camps and boys and girls clubs, churches, extension offices. And these classes focus on hands-on cooking skills and making kids feel confident and competent in the kitchen. So what kind of things does the program do to help children um, develop confidence um, in the kitchen? So we work with kids to help them develop hands-on cooking skills. They learn how to do all kinds of things. They learn how to measure, crack eggs, use knives safely. So they're able to be more confident in the kitchen. And parents can feel comfortable letting them help more with the cooking and and help with tasks that they may not have been able to help with previously because they're learning these new skills. What age level is the program targeted toward? 
So we target kids between the ages of 8 and 13, but we do really get a much wider range than that. Um, we don't tend to be too restrictive with the program, so if a sibling wants to come along, we're really happy to have them. So we do sometimes have kids as young as 6 and as old as 18 participating. So often teachers will tailor the program a little bit towards um, the age group that they've actually got present. Uh, so the skills can vary with, uh, you know, if we're working with six and seven year olds versus working with teenagers. Some locations actually have different groups for different ages, depending how many kids they have. Um, but we make sure that those skills are, you know, age appropriate and, and things that the kids are going to be able to master. As part of your work with the program, um, you do a lot of observations in the community. And actually, I think we've talked about this a bit before, um, but you pretty much drive all over the state. Uh, for this project. So w what's the kind of like the, the idea behind these observations? Um, are you um, evaluating the effectiveness of the program, trying to improve it? Yeah, yeah, they absolutely are going to inform our curriculum modifications as we go forward. So this is definitely a living, breathing program that we are tweaking continually to make it better and better um, each year. So that definitely is part of it. We're looking at a bunch of different things when we go out to observe. Um, we know that everyone implements the program in different ways. We have over 100 instructors across the state in all kinds of different locations with different resources that, it, that may be available to them. You know, some of them have industrial kitchens, others are working outside and barely have electricity access. So we know that they deal with a bunch of different challenges as they implement the program. And we just feel like we can learn a lot from our instructors seeing the ways that they navigate challenges or even new new ideas that they have or new takes on activities or skills that, that we're uh, asking them to teach the children. So a lot of that observation is just to see what's going on in different areas around the state so we can learn from our instructors and include some of those helpful changes in our curriculum for next year. So maybe thinking long term, um, what's the overall goal of this project? Are you hoping to create a curriculum or something that can be disseminated um, to parents across the state um, or maybe even the country? Sure. Well, our goal is to develop an evidence-based curriculum that we can share more broadly with other nutrition educators outside of Illinois. So that's exactly right. We do want to disseminate it um, down the road once we feel really confident that it's exactly the way we want it. Um, but we, we want to be able to show that kids are making healthy changes in their lives, eating more healthy foods, um, cooking more with their families as a result of the program. We've got some surveys to collect some data about that. So we really want to be sure that the program is working and effective, and then we would love to disseminate it um, outside of the state to other nutrition educators. One thing that I was thinking about your work is that I know that um, picky eating is a common problem for many parents. Um, you know, kids may refuse to eat new foods or will only stick to foods that they know. Um, is this something that you've run into with this program? And do you have any advice for parents who may be dealing with this? Sure. Well, we do ask them definitely to try things that they probably haven't tried before. You know, we might ask them to try dragon fruit or jicama, different fruits and vegetables that they're unfamiliar with. So that is something that the kids are sometimes uh, pretty reactive to and they think it looks weird. Uh, but it's really neat to see during the program how the kids influence each other and how there's definitely some peer effects going on where they see their friends trying it and they're willing to try it themselves. So it is a challenge, but it's something that uh, works out really neat when we do it with a large group of kids and, and see that there's kind of a chain effect where they're mostly willing to try it when their friends are, are willing to try it. Um, I've also found in my research that parents are less likely to involve their kids um, in cooking if the child is picky, but that makes total sense. Um, 
But these kids are the ones who might benefit most from cooking healthy foods with their parents, since cooking allows kids to interact with their food before eating it, which makes them more likely to be willing to try it when it's actually time to eat. For um, interested parents, is there a place where they can go to to get more information maybe about the program or ways that they could include their children um, in the cooking process? So we'll provide some links if you're interested in contacting us or learning more about Extension or the Junior Chefs program. You can go ahead and do that. We also have a great collection of healthy recipes that are designed to be simple and easy and appropriate for involving your kids in cooking with you. Great. Well, um, I'll make sure those links are included into the notes of the podcast. And again, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today. Um, your work and the Junior Chefs program is, sounds amazing. And we're really looking forward to um, seeing everything come together um, down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. More information about our research and outreach efforts can be found at familyresiliency.illinois.edu.